You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, where we discuss and debate all things English Premier League. Now, we'll get to evolving stories from teams in the bottom half of the table that play today, but there are two outstanding candidates for Premier League Player of the Season. One is Kevin De Bruyne, the other is this guy. Ripsley Chamberlain still has it. Into a Yeah, that's pretty stunning. 31 goals all competition, 23 goals in the Premier League, nine goals in two games for Liverpool, five midweek in Champions League, four against West Ham today. On the score sheet, Salah, as we expect, Firmino, Mane, 103 goals in all competitions. The 11th time this season Liverpool have scored four or more goals. They've scored 22 goals in the eight games since Philip Coutinho left. Flying at the front, mm. everything else fitting in quite nicely. Second place in the league, mm. Jurgen Klopp's got things right where he wants them at the right time in the season. I'm sure you're going to agree. This is the best that Liverpool has looked under Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, under Klopp. And yeah. I'll ask you this question. Are they getting close, closer to the look of a Premier League champion team? Mm. Is, he, is he getting mm. to where he wants to get mm. slowly, carefully, but surely? You'd have to say yes on, on what we're seeing, Rob. Um, there's still a little bit of work to do, and, and we'll, we'll talk about the different facets of, of the, the team. But midfield, and we're, we're going to talk about we'll the makeup that. of that, yeah. is good. Defensively, Virgil van Dijk, $100 million defender, makes you better. Let me tell you what else makes you better. For $13 million at left back, mm. Andrew Robertson makes you better. Let me tell you what makes you better. Hands up to Jurgen Klopp. Larice Carrius mm. has come into the goal yeah. and done everything that's expected. He made a brilliant save against Marko Anatovic in the early part of this game. Touched one onto the, the bar and then one... I thought that he should have made, swerving a bit, that he knocked over. But the young keeper, in fairness, has done everything that's expected of him. So right now, I kind of get where you're going. And it, it's starting to look like the team that Brendan Rodgers had that we thought, ooh, is, is, is this the one that wins the Premier League title? There's more development to come. There's still a little bit of chemistry and working out. But I know where you're going and I kind of like where you're going. Yeah, I mean, I think he almost started with the hardest bit first, the attack. Mm. That's that's hardest to coach, to bring the players in with a talent. And it's opposite to, make, to a to lot of other managers, isn't it? If you think of if you think of Mourinho, if you think of yeah. you know, Conte, they sort of go defence first. Yeah. So he's worked from from top to back um, and made careful changes. That that by the way, in terms of his signings, they're all kind of doing it. Let me give you an interesting. Uh, part today didn't get a chance to get out on the on our coverage mm. earlier today. The right side of Liverpool, Robbie. Yeah. Let me talk about it. Trent Alexander-Arnold, that I particularly like more than Joe Gomez at right back, and 
Oxlade Chamberlain, Mohamed yeah. Salah. Yeah. Salah from the right wing comes inside to play as a striker. Mm. Oxlade Chamberlain from right side of a three in midfield made runs around the outside all the time, supported by Trent Alexander Arnold, who's a good footballer. Mm. That, my friend, is a fluid, it's a young, it's a dynamic, it's a productive right side of Liverpool's team that I was really impressed with today. I thought you were Joe Gomez, man. I, I like Joe Gomez mm. as a centre-back when Matip or whatever is not playing so well. Think I, li- I like Alexander-Arnold as a better in the back in the full-back. That, that back four today, mm. in my opinion, I'll get your take on it because yeah. there's a couple of question marks, is the strongest. I prefer Joe Matip over Dejan Lovren and I prefer Alexander-Arnold over Joe Gomez. What about you? I think I quite like Gomez. I've got to be honest. I think he, he might be a better... N- Natural defender. I know he made a couple of mistakes in games, but I think he might be better than natural defender. Will probably end up in the in the in the centre back. Better role defender, but best. but he, he's not as good in terms of the tacking part. No, no. But then I think if I got Salah in front of me and Oxley Chamberlain, mm. I want a back four that, that defends first and foremost. So we we can debate that. It's interesting to talk about that right side because Oxley Chamberlain, you say, is important. He doesn't always play, Rob. I mean, it, it was a bit of a surprise yeah. today that but he actually started the game. It was. Um... But I'm kind of liking, I mean, like players, we can talk about players, mm. different players of different teams, but it really is about how he's blended in his unit yeah. within a team yeah. and blended with a little bit more of a bland, sometimes Milner and Chan and Henderson and Wijnaldum. He's, mm. He gives a, a little bit, bit of dynamic pace, yeah. acceleration, yeah. a little bit more unexpected nature to it his play. It actually gives me a bit more of Wijnaldum than Wijnaldum used to do. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. burst in the midfield, that yeah. little change of bit, pace. A bit more of a threat, a bit mm. more of a danger to the opponents from midfield field which is important because the front three are doing uh, stunningly well and just on the midfield should we go there now with the Let's midfield there, three because, because the, I think we know what the debate. top we know what the front three picks is. itself it's picks brilliant itself. we've talked about our back fours we've talked mm. about the goalkeeper but there's kind of a rotation there's so many players in the midfield um, that we were wondering from the listeners there and the Liverpool fans what was their preferred midfield central three because it mm. has been a three yeah. so I put a tweet out there Rob through our um, our two Robbies NBC uh, Twitter account Basically, basically saying who's your preferred midfield three, and, and let me let me do a couple here. Yeah. Um, what we've got from the top here, we have got uh, Thabig Q tweets us to say from what we have this year: Oxley, Chamberlain, Emery Chan, and Henderson when he's healthy. I just read mm. another one. Rob TBK says away. So he's got two different options here: yeah. Chan, Oxley, Chamberlain, and Milner, and at home Chan, Oxley, Chamberlain, and, and Genie Wijnaldum. You, you read a few as well. Yeah, I've got Zubinate who said, Hendo, Milner, and Ox against weaker opposition. Reason is that you want to move the ball quickly against the defence. Yeah. Against good teams, I want Chan, Genie, and either Oxlade, Milner, or Henderson. Chan and Genie are needed for their defensive aspect, which is, is another view. Can't, uh, Lord of Honour says it's Chan, Oxlade, and, and Milner. Chan and Ox can especially give that creative spark we lo- that we lost when we saw Coutinho. Milner, Milner is a workhorse. And TAA Apreter said, oh, meant the scene doesn't matter much. Six players that can do the job underneath the back three. So he's almost saying, listen, put three underneath the, 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 those uh, front guys and, and you're okay. So let's get to ours, our Ooh. picks, okay? Ooh. We were both Ooh. central midfield players. Mm. So we, mm. we, we hopefully know, that know a little bit about a, a, it. A little bit about it. Okay, so, I, I'm, and this is, this is not easy. Okay, and I've just changed last minute here. But I'm not talking about home and away. I, I'm just trying to give a balance and a blend here. I'm going for the holding position because there's two. There's one holder and there's two either yeah. side of the holder. I am going for Jordan Henderson. Okay, and to the right of Jordan Henderson, I am going Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. To the left of Jordan Henderson, 
I'm going Emre Chan. Mm. Now, I'll, mm. just, I'll just throw in there, when Adam Lalana is up to match speed, he gets in that three. And for next season, you've got Naby Keita's going to come in, mm. obviously gets in that mm. three. But right now, Chan, Henderson, Oxlade-Chamberlain. I'm not. We spend far much time together because I, I, I'm probably of the same mindset. But, and here's the but, if I have to have a holding midfield, one holding midfield player between Chan and Henderson, mm. Chan gets yeah. the vote. And and this brings us to an even bigger point, yeah. Rob. Twenty-four years of age. This this guy looks like he's going to be leaving on a free transfer to Juventus. I think he's a talent. I think he's going to grow and mature into a very, very yeah, important do. player in the team. I don't think you let him go. Today, he wins the ball in midfield, plays Firmino, they get the goal. Left and right foot, this, this boy can do it. I know, it. I know it's about his transfer. I know it's about his salary. Pay him. Pay him, Robin. Keep him at your football club. Yeah, of course. Um... You know, some of the listeners may may not understand what what works here because he's a free agent. Mm. Teams can can come in for him and pay no transfer fee, so they then can say to Emre Chan, "Listen, we're not paying a fee for you, even though you're worth. I mean, what's he worth, Rob? Fifty million? Must be fifty million. So they can say to him, listen, you come to us, Juventus, and we'll Mm. give you a huge salary because we're paying no fee for you. And and Liverpool." It's hard for them to say, well, if we give him that to make him stay, then mm. others will want the money. It's really difficult. But they're going to have to pay for a transfer anyway for somebody. So they all get, the money's going to go out. Whether it's going to Emre Chan, who they but, know, but who then they other, trust. other players will say, well, hang on a minute, Chan's on yeah. 200 yeah. grand a week. We, we should be closer to that. So it's a difficult situation. Players, yeah. young players, good players that, let, that get freedom of contract are in an incredibly strong position. And it'll just be it'll just so sad to see Emre Chan, who I think is an important cog in the wheel for Liverpool, just to get to go, be going out the door. Just to, just to summarise on Liverpool today, Rob, mm. I, I, I saw a well-organised, yeah. I saw a yeah. solid, no I drama. saw a no drama, mm. I saw a no uh, kamikaze kind of gung-ho style of football yeah. after being yeah. in the lead. Very mature, improving team. And by the way, let me just give you a note here. I didn't think West Ham were that bad. No, and they've they been quite decent. well organised yeah. and decent and showed a threat, but that just shows well Liverpool Those three the confidence is, is right. So, Liverpool keep up their momentum and grab second spot on the table for at least 24 hours. So that's all things going well at Anfield. But the real drama is in the bottom half of the table, where up to 10 teams are still in trouble. We'll discuss relegation next. You're listening to Two Robbie's Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. Be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, I'm sure most people are listening to this show, Rob. They understand the concept of relegation. For anybody out there who's not quite sure or new listeners to the show, relegation in the Premier League is a huge factor, a concern, a worry for lots of teams that are in this privileged 20-team league Mm. in England. And if you finish in the bottom three in the league standings at the end of the season, you're going down to the next tier. And there was one game today, my friend, Mm. that in my opinion was a must-win for a team to, to keep their hopes of staying in this division alive. And it was West Bromwich Albion playing at home against another relegation threatened team in, in Huddersfield, and they lost at home 2 1. Yeah. Are they going down? Yes. Simple. And, and, I, and I think just to add on to, to your opening there, you just need to explain or, or just remember that some of the teams who've been in this league who we've never seen for, for Portsmouth. 
Mm. Nottingham Forest. Oh, Leeds, Sheffield Leeds Wednesday. United. Leeds United. These big teams, there's yeah. bigger, bigger, team, bigger teams in West yes. Bromwich Albion who've gone down, who we've not seen against. So this can be kind of history changing for a, for a football club. So you, you, you were dead right in, on the importance of this game. And you know what, what kind of smacks me a little bit with, with, with this West Bromwich Albion? So, the whole setup was... They didn't want Tony Pulis. They were like, we're past Tony. We want something more. But it, but it was going bad with Tony. It was going bad, but I trust Tony mm. to find a way to keep me up. Because mm. history in the record says yeah, he's, he's never, never been, been relegated. relegated. Yeah. And then it was interesting that Alan Pordew comes in and said, one of the first things he said, Rob, that really showed was, I'm going to let the reins off a little bit. Mm. And do you know what I thought? Be careful. I played in a football club where it was all about the team was the system. And when you start thinking, we're good individuals, by the way, we got hammered. We, we weren't good individuals. We were a very good team. And we had a very good system that worked and made individuals look better players. Mm. West Bromwich Albion are exactly the same. Mm. You start letting them play. And so today, they get the goal that we expect from a set piece, Craig Dawson. That's what they did. That's what they did in Tony. But now we're a bit looser and we want to play. We're conceding too many goals at, at the other end. Mm. Not getting goals. 22 goals scored all season. Only Swansea have less. That's three less than Crystal Palace, who never scored in the first seven games. So I can't find a centre-forward who's going to get him goals. He gambles on Daniel Sturridge. Guess what? Daniel's injured. I'm hoping he can get back and score some goals. But right now, you said, can they stay up? There's ten games left. West Bromwich Albion have to win six of those. At least. To stay up. Yeah, and they've what? what I mean, they've won three yeah, all season. It, it, it's not going to happen, is it? And this is, again, West Brom is a team, Rob, that's established itself yeah. as a yeah. Premier League side. And they've had the benefit from the Premier League money for the last mm. three, four, five, six seasons, mm. I think, something like that. They've been lazy. They've been complacent. They haven't invested but, well. But what kept them in the league, Rob, was a way of playing and a system and a thing that wasn't great and should... pleasing, that wasn't you know going to drive fans in, but kept you in the league. And they've gone away. They've, they've they've gone away from that. I think what we we in, in firing Tony Pulis was a huge gamble because mm. I get it wasn't very good under him, yeah. and I get they want change, but wait until the summer. Mm. Let me just on today's game. I think it's a nice little comparison here. Huddersfield Town, of course, newly promoted yeah. into the yeah. league, yeah. absolutely fired up, good investment for the most mm. part. Even though mm. there was doubts about yeah. whether the goal scoring, the goals today, Van Lepara, Steve mm. Mounier, yeah. okay, and uh, Colin Quiner crossed for for Lepara. Yeah. Now. That's why players have produced output, goals mm. and assists. West Bromwich Albion, James McLean, Cross uh, Brunt, mm. uh, Matt Phillips, yeah. and a player on the bench in Oliver Burke that cost the team mm. $19 million mm. has done nothing for the football club. There you have it right there. Let's also just, just t uh, take a note of this team went away for, for summer break. Oh. Four players break a curfew. Not four kids who you expect yeah. don't know better. Four experienced players... They steal a taxi and get them in trouble. You know what, Rob? That's a warning sign. When four experienced players are doing those kind yeah, of things, yeah. that tells you that the very heart of that dressing room somewhere ain't right. The yeah. manager hasn't got hold of them as he needs to. It's a shame because mm. West Bromwich Albion is an old club. It's, it's a, a, good, a, it's a it's brilliant a club, club and mm. it's had a run, but but I, it's not going to stay in the division. A quick line before we move on on Huddersfield Town. <laughs> Again, I mean, we both back said at the start of the broadcast results. today, we were both worried yeah. about Huddersfield yeah. to be relegated. Yeah. But you win back-to-back -back and you get six points. You jump up the league. Momentum, uh, confidence and belief. They're going to they're gonna they, stay they up, are they? just hit the first safety spot, 30, 30 points. points. Now you're talking about three wins. Three yeah. wins from ten games, you can stay in the league. Yeah, it's uh, it'd, be, it'd be brilliant, and it do not put some pressure on. Do you on think the they're going to stay up now? 
I mean, this, this changes every hey, <laughs> It's this week, and yes, they're going to stay up. <laughs> till, wait till until next, next weekend. Week. Let's wait till next week. Come on, let, let, let's okay. talk about a couple of other uh, teams down there. Brighton. 4-1 winners against Swansea. So there, there's one that's turned on the head. Carlos Cavallo flying at Swansea. Things going particularly well. We're thinking, yeah, they, they, they're going to be the momentum team out of it. One defeat, Rob. And all of a sudden, they're right back in it. That's they're, they're, they're first 18th, loss in 11 matches. 18th spot on the table. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it really is remarkable. And it, 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 it has been about new manager bump. Mm. And he's brought in a, a mm. new kind of... Uh, personality yeah, and a relaxed yeah. nature that's helped the team mm. what do they do from here you know it, it, it's going to be fascinating but for Brighton oh. I still think Brighton's a big story good manager well organised and they've made brilliant changes brilliant window brilliant yeah. transfer yeah. window Glenn Murray who we weren't sure of double figures now whether a little bit of pressure on him yeah. Jürgen Lacardia he's got goals got one in the cup Scored got one today. in two and two and two they've got uh, Leo Joe who hasn't figured yet but can play scored a part. in the FA Cup scored in the FA Cup you know Decent system, we've talked about it. Well-organised, yeah. work hard, little bit of goals there. Yeah. Did the right kind of thing in the window. You know what? Yeah. Well done, Chris Uton. Yeah, absolutely. The euphoria from promotion. Yeah. And great chance now. Absolutely great chance of getting, getting this well, thing done. They're, they're 31 13, points. 31 points. I mean, it's another one. Three wins, 40 points, safe. Well done. Leicester Next. City, Stoke City. Mm. Paul Lambert, we all we all quite we we both quite liked what Paul Lambert's done. Hadn't he he stopped the goals. There were only three goals conceded up until today in his four games. You know, looked like they had a bit of shape. Shakiri was getting goals. First and foremost, organised the backline, stopped the goals going in, which was happening. Yeah, yeah. They get one 0 today after working on Joe Allen, who was a, a tireless in midfield, yeah, into Shikiri. the best player Shakiri. Yeah. One 0 thinking everything's all right. Leicester not really at the races. Yeah. It changed on one massive thing, Rob. Yeah, it did. And uh, Stoke City, for me, are on a knife edge. They're absolutely on a knife edge. The manager's been very positive about where yeah. this team is going. Now, you consider the missed penalty in the last game. Yeah. Uh, they were, they were, they were one nil up against Bournemouth, lost 2-1. And Jack Butland today, mm. one nil up. Uh, we're up with about 20 minutes to go, thinking, wow, this is a huge three points. Oh, Jack. Throws one in. Oh, Jack. Quite England's literally. number one. Oh, Jack. Yeah. I mean, that... that is a body blow, and it's just what what what's your? I think they I think they are like last day of the season job, and 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 I think it could go either way with them. I think, think if they, they can if they can get to last day of the season and they're still in it, is it Swansea? Is I that think the, is that's that the big one. I think that's the one. Yeah, I think yeah, they have Swansea on the last game. Yeah, that could be three points save somebody and, exactly. and drop somebody down. But I think right now Paul Paul Lambert would take that with his Stoke team because listen it. it those bad moments sometimes start to, you know, like you say, there's a penalty, two points yeah. today. You've got to they, keep they, that positivity going with them, though. Yeah, well, he has been a different character, Paul Lambert. Yeah, got a lot better. of work to do. So, that's it for, for this segment. Next, we're going to look at the segment of, of the teams who are playing in a little bit more of a comfortable position. And they're sitting in more mid-table. But can anybody sit really comfortable in this league this time around? I'm Earl. He's Muster, together with two Robbies on NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies football show with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. Now, in the last segment, Rob, we talked mm. about the teams that are currently in the bottom three in the yeah. Premier League. But let's talk about those that are just out of that right now mm. uh, and think they could be okay to survive in this division. Now, 
Let's do a check-in. Let's do a little update on Newcastle United, a mm. team that today went to Bournemouth. Yeah. They got a 2-0 lead. Yeah. And we all know they've got a fantastic manager mm -hmm. in Rafael Benitez. Yes. That's great on organisation. Yes. Defensive first coach. You tell me as a football expert, mm. why didn't they win the match? 2-0 up at half-time, two Dwight Gale goals, which were important, need to get centre-forward. Going Slomani has been out with injuries. Perfect. Getting to the second half, massive minute in the game. They go down one end of the pitch, Christian Atsu plays a ball to John Joe Shelby, under a little bit of challenge, but he puts it over the top. Should have scored. If he does, 3-0, game over. Less than 60 seconds later, Bournemouth go up the other end of the pitch, work the ball into Adam Smith, who lashes one home, 2-1. 80 minutes on the clock, 10 minutes to go. Now, at this point, I'm thinking this is where Rafa's organisation, his defensive well, discipline, his he, training, well. and, and he brought subs on and he, he tried to block it off. But they lost their concentration off. They got almost a little bit nervous of the situation, conceded a, a, a late goal to Dan Gosling, and it's one of those kind of draws that almost feels like a defeat. And guess what? They're going 300 miles from Bournemouth back to Newcastle <laughs> and every mile is going to feel worse and miserable because you've chucked two huge points away. The hard work's done to be 2-0 up away from home. You should see that out if you're going to stave off relegation. That being said, I still think they stay up. You know what? I think what we've seen from Newcastle this season is a team that struggled to score a little bit. Mm. And to be fair yeah. to Rafa, Rafa Benitez, he's he's turned the dial up in terms of his selection. Mm -hmm. Like today, you had Matt Ritchie, yep. Kennedy in the wide yep. positions. He's got uh, Jose Perez and Dwight Gale as attacking players as well. Yeah, I just wonder whether... I guess it's difficult because if he doesn't go with those yeah, attacking players, maybe they don't get 2-0 up. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, it's just a balancing act there. Um, it, but that's a blow because Massive you give them blow. the extra couple of points. Uh, it puts them over 30 points. I think 31 that would have been. And Rob, we've both been there. Sometimes it's those little things that make a difference, aren't they? You, you go home and all you're thinking about is the two points that you've dropped. You don't say, oh, we, you know, we've been a boy. If you're 2-0 down and come the other way, you say, yeah. that's a good point at Bournemouth. It just hurts you. You've got to move on. And uh, it's interesting that their last game of the season, Newcastle, is Chelsea. I, do you, I think, do we I, both agree? I think they do, I think somehow, they do stay up. Somehow, somehow they because find of the a guy, way. Yeah, because to, of Rafa Benitez because of, uh, the in, man's charge. in charge. Next up, Burnley, Southampton. Mm. Now, you've been very pessimistic about Southampton yeah. over the last yeah. few weeks and I retain what did you learn today I learned, one one I learned today that Mauricio Pellegrino kept his job in my opinion I think with a defeat 10 games to go he would have gone bold statement coming up I think if Pellegrino's in charge of this football club at the end of the season they will not be in the Premier League <sighs> I know that's a massive statement I just can't I'd make see a change, that. Rob. I just can't. I'd make a change. I would have made a change a few I, weeks ago. I don't ago. think anything. I don't think you can. You get any worse. And the upside is you, you get a get couple of worse. wins. You don't they, get any they, worse. They give you a chance. Yeah, you don't get any worse. I mean, I think you know, uh, Manolo Gabbiadini scored the goal mm. today, and yeah. Southampton fans will say, "Came on, get him sub. in the team." Yeah, come on. Yeah, how about two up front? How about a little bit of four-four-two with Carrillo or, or somebody else and him? Because. Defensively in a the midfield, they're strong. Yeah, Rob, it's a good, it's they're a strong. Team. They can afford to play four-four-two because they've got good team. protection. It's like the Charlie Austin. Charlie Austin was sitting on the bench, and we're shouting, going, "He's a goal scorer! Get him on the pitch!" It looks the same with, with Gabby Dean, and that's why you scratch your head a little bit with with, with uh, Pellegrini and just wonder some of the things he's doing. But listen, uh, this this group's too good. There's too many good players. Honestly, sometimes the manager, Robbie, it just gives me, gives, gives me worries. Week 29 in the Premier League. Southampton mm. versus Stoke. 
Mm. I mean, how big is that, by the way? Two teams that are right down there. It's, it's not if six it, so points, it's a nine-point So you said he saved his job today. What, I think he what, saved his job. for one week? Well, if, if it's one week, it's for one, one week. week. But, but that's what I'm saying. The ownership at Southampton. And there's probably a thought that, you know what, this guy can somehow scratch them into in, into the It's the last league. thing they want to do uh, is uh, fire uh, this guy. And then, if they yeah, lose against yeah, Stoke yeah, next weekend... <laughs> It, 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 it feels like it a, might come, doesn't it? Well, it's, it has to come, doesn't it? I mean, it's it, for me, it's crazy that this squad uh, is in the position that it's in. Interesting it's March, they situation. play Newcastle, Swansea, West Ham. God, blimey. Yeah. What about the decision, like, uh, firing Claude Puel at, at the end of the season? Do we, do we think it could be one of those situations? It might be probably... one of the worst decisions that Southampton's ever made. <laughs> well, yeah. no, seriously. Yeah. Eighth, eighth place mm. last year. Mm. They get to the League Cup final and yeah. are really unlucky not to win that game. And, yes, they lose Van Dijk, but there's a lot of players there and, mm. and with money to, to keep them in the Premier League. I mean, really shocking where they are right now for me. Let's talk a little bit about, about uh, our game on, on Big MSC. Watford versus... I mean, it wasn't the most classic uh, football games. I think we both felt Watford probably deserved it in the end, Troy Deeney getting his first goal from open play this season. Let's talk more about Everton. Watford, mm. I think, are, are, are going to be safe now, 33 three points. That's got them in a pretty comfortable position. You like Watford? You like Watford, what uh, they've done this year? Yeah. I know, really. I know, you're not, pulling not, the face. Really. You don't, you're just not happy I just Watford. don't know who they are. Well, they're, 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 they're a good squad. They're, they're got good scrappy, players. do. They're scrappy, no, they're not do. scrappy. But, but let's, let's right. talk about Everton right. for a moment, because this is a bigger, bigger, bigger story. This is a club who should be seventh in the table. By, by all accounts, with the quality of, of club and where they're trying to get. This should be seventh in the table, Robbie Musto. Don't give me that face. Well, I'm pulling the face because, you know, another manager with this group is struggling. Are they that good? Is Sigerson they're, that they're, good? They're, is Rooney be- too old? Yeah, they're better Ten goals are okay. Is Nias a pub player? Um... But it's Theo Walcott, Theo Walcott from Arsenal. Now he's going quiet. Theo's looked a bit. A little Are bit they lively. that good? They're, they're, they're good enough to be. They're good enough to be seventh if they're well managed, in my opinion. Okay, so manager. Yeah. Let's sort of discuss Sam Allardyce. Eleven game audition starting today. Today tells me that that's a, a, a negative. He's got ten games to turn round people's opinion, the owner's opinion of him staying long term in the football club. I see there's absolutely no way he stays after this summer. Absolutely no way. And this football club, from top to bottom, needs a massive shake-up, Rob. It needs a massive shake-up with a new manager Do you get hungry. Marco Silva? Do, if, you, if you wanted him before, Rob, what, what's put you off now? What, well, did, he have, did, he have, did he have six games, six pool games at Watford and, and he got I'll sacked? tell you what puts me off is that I get a sense that this football club is, is moving in a, is, is trying to move in a, a very positive mm-hmm. direction. And in the summer, as we yeah. know, yeah. particularly in the World Cup year, there could be a bundle, a bunch of managers that could be perfect for this football club. And I don't know whether you jump on a manager that I, I like but, but, and I respect, but I don't know whether he's, he's going to be the best choice in the summer given available. It, but, but if you wanted him prior Prior to six bad results at Watford, why do you not want him now? Well, uh, I just or, told you because there could be better no, but, but options but in the summer. Saying, well, why, why did you do that? Why did you do that then? Then, well, because if, they they wanted him. They wanted yes, him for that moment, hmm. and he couldn't get out of his club. It's kind of a mid-season. Yeah, but he's out of his club now. So that's my point. You obviously what, see something in long term to 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 to, to or, take or him. to rescue mm. the Ronald Koeman disaster. I think this guy's a bit of a long term. So you'd still have him. You'd still have him for the summer. I'm saying, even though there could be some big time guys. I'm saying in this situation, if I wanted a guy and I think he's the right guy, I'm not. I'm not going to be put off by six bad weeks and and somebody else sacks him because I want him. I've done my research. I've done my background, and he's kind of guy who's going to build my my football club with. 
And I think Marco Silva, we saw it at Watford in spells, we saw it at Hull, and I know he's got relegated, can play the kind of football that would win games for Everton and that Everton fans would be happy with. Sam Allardyce is going to be under pressure now, Rob, for the remaining games because that was poor today. Mm. He's had a go at these players again, Rob, as well. He's had a go at them. Yeah, publicly. How miserable, by the way, did did Gilfie Sigerson look? Mm. Both on the field Mm. as a left winger and then when he got dragged off, he, he was not happy. So, oh... I know it's a difficult job, mm. and I know that that you think this squad is a really, really good one. I think it's a decent squad. I think it's a decent squad. It needs a bit of work, but it's better than what we've seen, Rob, and it's better than Watford uh, in a 1-0 defeat today. Mm. So that's the relegation dramas looked at. Next, we're going to look at Manchester United, who face Chelsea in a huge game tomorrow at Old Trafford. And just thinking, is there any storylines? Jose falling out <laughs> with Conte, Jose falling out with Pogba. Does Jose man Mark Hazard? Does Alexis really show up? Does Giroud play with Mata? Does style Matt for Manchester? United does Lukaku score against the top six the list goes on we'll get deep into it next this is Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio Welcome back to Two Robbies Football Show now just to try and catch people up a little bit Rob on some of the great football coming up over the coming days tomorrow morning 7am on NBCSN Crystal Palace take on Tottenham Hotspur we've got the League Cup final tomorrow Mm. as well which is Arsenal versus Manchester City and then, just to finish up the, uh, this match week, Arsenal play Man City in the league game, which is, happens on Thursday. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock on NBCSN. But, mm. but, but, but tomorrow, mm. the big game really in terms of the Premier League is mm. Manchester United versus Chelsea. Where the heck do we begin? We begin with Pogba, because it's one of the biggest yeah. stories in world football. And we, big, we begin with Jose Mourinho and his management of star footballers, of, of high-profile players that this guy seems like, and I think it's an ego thing, he falls out with superstar footballers. And, and this Manchester United haven't got enough superstar footballers to fall out. I get that he makes a point with Paul Pogba at Spurs. I get he drags him off. I get he leaves him out one game. Enough. Yeah. Point taken. Okay, you're in charge, Gaffer. Now let me play. Mm. A good manager now finds a way to integrate Paul Pogba and get him playing the kind of football that we know can be match-winning, can be game-changing. That's what a great manager does. A great manager doesn't continue to pour the, the kind of negativity and the anger on a player, because guess what? You lose him in the end. At some point, Paul Pogba's going to go... Well, that's the question. You lose him, Rob. Yeah. I, I, we've all been that player, and we get that sometimes a manager comes hard on us. Yeah. But after that, it's like, OK. Yeah, point, I've got I've, it. I've got, yeah. No, I totally agree, mate. I totally agree. And, and great managers with their, of course, man management, mm. get players to improve. So, if Paul Pogba plays tomorrow against Chelsea, mm. I, I just wonder what's going to be different about him. What what is the message? Mm. Is the is he going to be any different? Is he going to be more defensive minded? You, is that what we want or United like, want? Because because by by doing that, you actually take away some of his yeah, best attributes. Absolutely, that he can break from midfield and and make things happen. So what I'd love what I'd love to see is for for Marino to set the team up for Pogba to play in his best position where he can break forward, and that's a pressure for him. Okay, this is what you want. Now go and show us how good you are. That's what good management does. Do you know what I think about this, right? He should play, and I, 
everybody's talking about this, but but listen, we know he's best mm. in a three-man midfield mm. on the left. Now, I tell you what, I also accept is that there's 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 jobs that you need to do in the Premier League wherever you play in the midfield yeah. where he's got to be better at. Yeah. So just talk he's, to yeah, him. He's 24 years of age. Yeah, talk to him and, and just make him adjust his game a little bit. Don't humiliate him mm. several times to try and get the message across. By the way, finally on him, by the way, is he play? Does he play? There's talk not, about not Alexis sure. Sanchez yeah. playing yeah. in behind Romelu Lukaku. Not sure, yeah, not sure that he, he plays him. It could I mean, be McTominay alongside Matic with with Alexis or Luka or, or Lingard mm. in behind Luka. He might not play. That's just and, and you've just hit it. Let's also go to Alexis Sanchez, by the yeah. way. <laughs> let's, let's go to, to, to where that is. I mean, he's he's, he's, next. he's taken on the form that he had at, at Arsenal when he had the hump. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, he scored a goal off the, off the rebounded penalty kick. Played in a bit of an FA Cup, but ain't really been. Does he ruin players? Is he ruining Rashford? Is he ruining Martial? Is he going to ruin Pogba? Is he going to ruin Alexis? Is he ruining Lukaku? What is he ruining the Premier League? (laughs) I mean, does it? And and this takes us to another point. And then let's talk a little Chelsea in a little game. Does it matter about style, Rob? And and, and we keep going there, but but we see the, the, the game in the week. Again, to be in the Champions League, oh. we, we, we see. Do, does it matter? Does it matter that Lukaku's not getting lots of goals? Doesn't score against big teams, or, or is that just? Listen, we had being... this conversation right at the beginning, mate. You know what I feel about Mourinho. You know what I feel about this trophies, hire at trophies, Manchester United. Trophies get him out yeah. of jail. Yeah, and you said he wins, and I said he and wins. To be fair, yeah. I said, yeah, he probably will win. Yeah, yeah. But is that going to be? Well, they've <laughs> lost second place now, so all of a sudden there's a bit of right. pressure on that. He could fall out of the top four with this team. It wouldn't be the, the biggest surprise to me. But then guess what? He'll go and win the Champions League. That's what he does. Oh, right. he can't. No, he won't win it. Right. Not this time. This team defensively aren't strong enough to win that competition. Let's talk about Chelsea. First of all, will there be a handshake between Conte and Mourinho? No. No, guessing no. I think I think Mourinho might go to do it. I don't think Conte will have it. Conte's should, team, should should Conte shake his hand if he reaches to, for him? Doesn't have to on the basis of what he said and some of the things that he said about <laughs> him. Absolutely doesn't doesn't have to. Um, let's talk about Chelsea's setup. Centre forward, we think will play with maybe Hazard and William underneath them rather than Hazard in the false nine. Yeah, I think so. It's it's a it's a day. It's a big day. Mm. Um, but away at Old Trafford, mm. I think our our disagreement is a pretty pretty. Um, Interesting one. Yeah. I, I think Alvaro Morata will get yeah. the nod. I, you think Olivier Giroud. And I, I get it. I, I, I get Ju- both I sides of this. Giroud, more yeah. experienced. Yeah, a little bit more, more robust. Can just hold it up a little bit. I mean, I love Morata as a player. I think he, you know, he makes those lovely quality ones. Just think, I don't know, I just get a sense. Of, or if it was me, certainly, I, I'd go Giroud. Just in terms of the game, right, Rob? Mm. It's a defining game, isn't it? You know, if there's a loser in this game, but all of a sudden Chelsea are like, oh, is this the more man? More for Man United. More for them. More for United. But what, uh, we are going to learn a lot yeah. about where these yeah. two clubs are with the squad and with their managers after tomorrow's game. And because all that's gone on between these two clubs, because Jose was at oh. Chelsea, because of Conte, I think Chelsea go there, Rob. And I think if Chelsea play well, they win the game. I agree. And I, and I think... There's enough motivation, mm. and I and I know mm. the Barcelona game on Tuesday takes a little bit out of you, but that's enough yeah. days to recover. Yeah. And and Antonio Conte, I mean, if it, I mean he's got to fire this team up to go yeah. there, play at their be best. Fired up, if they, they play at their best, 
they absolutely win the game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as you say, Conte going to Old Trafford, I think he'll want to lay a marker down. Eddie Nazard against Jose Marino might just want to show him how good he is. Will somebody man mark Hazard? Listen, so many storylines. Awesome. As soon as we finish, mate, I'm going to bed. Can't wait for this one. Want to get up for it. <laughs> just time now for the tweet of the day, and that goes to Pucker Sherborne. He said that he'd go with any six or seven midfield players under Liverpool's front three. Doesn't really matter. They can all do the job. So, Puck Sherborne, please make sure you direct message your address. And we'll get to Robbie Scofty in the post in the next couple of days. So, on the day when, leap, when Liverpool even leapfrogged United into second place in the league... But West Brom look a little bit doomed at the bottom of the table with just 10 games to play. Remember, for more debate, discussion and disagreement, make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts to download the Two Robbies show. And if you like what you hear, please review the show. And more importantly, let us know what team you support and why you support that team. And we'll read out the best responses on our next Premier League podcast. Finally for me, thanks to all the good folk at Culver City. You win our Olympic gold. Yeah, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. And let us know your thoughts through social media. Remember, subscribe to the Two Robbies podcast. Look out for the latest edition on Monday, reacting to Sunday's big games in the Premier League and, of course, the League Cup final as well. And we'll be back next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern time here on NBC Sports Radio for a a new Two Robbies football show. It's good night from me. Good night from him. Good Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.